Hello, everyone. This week, we're taking a listener request and telling you the story behind the holiday of Hanukkah. This is a story from the Jewish faith, which has about 14 million followers across the world. It's an old story, and whether you're religious or not, it's of huge cultural importance. Next week, we're doing a similar story for the origin of Christmas. If you have an idea for a story you'd like us to tell, just go to storiespodcast.com and let us know. And, as always, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash stories and donating, or by going to stories.com and clicking the amazon.com banner. When you click that banner, Amazon donates to us a small portion of every purchase you make, at no extra charge to you. Perfect for helping out the show and doing your holiday shopping at the same time. Stories Podcast is brought to you by Chase. Millennials are skipping the starter home and buying more three- to four-bedroom houses than prior generations. This means a larger down payment. Until you save money back up again, you're temporarily house-rich. Chase can help you build up your funds again by saving you money over time. While other lenders incentivize the upfront transaction, Chase is there for you in the long run. They actively manage your mortgage over time and help you lower your payments or pay it all off faster. As a Chase customer, they'll save you money over time by showing you how you can lower your monthly payment. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com stories. All home lending products are subject to credit and property approval. Rates, program terms, and conditions are subject to change without notice. Not all products are available in all states or for all amounts. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Home lending products offered by JPMorgan Chase Bank N.A. and Equal Housing Lender. Summer is finally here. It's time for beach days and barbecues, family vacations, and quality time with the ones you love. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend a whole day getting my hair colored at the salon when I could be outside playing frisbee with my dog, but I also don't want to take a chance on a box kit from the drugstore. Now there's another option, Madison Reed. It took a strong woman to shake up the hair coloring world, and Amy Errett did just that with Madison Reed, the company she named after her daughter. Madison Reed offers gorgeous, professional hair color delivered to your door for less than $25. What makes their color unique is that it's crafted by master colorists who blend nuances of light, dark, cool, and warm to create over 45 gorgeous, multi-tonal shades. Clients agree. With Madison Reed, you get gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking, fresh-from-the-salon hair. But you can do it yourself at home. Get an expert color consultation or take the color quiz at madison-reed.com. And right now, Stories Podcast listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit with code STORIES. That's code STORIES for 10% off your first color kit plus free shipping. And now, the origins of Hanukkah. Enjoy! A long time ago, in a city called Jerusalem, in a country called Israel, some stuff was happening. There was this king, and his name was Antiochus, and he was a super jerk. He was not the king of Israel or Jerusalem, but for whatever reason, he thought he had the right to storm on in there and tell everyone how to live their lives. This has happened a lot of times in history, where one guy decides that he wants to be in charge of everything, so he fights wars and conquers people and makes up a whole lot of arbitrary laws that inconvenience everyone. This kind of guy is called a dictator, and maybe he'll say things about wanting to create a more perfect place to live or a happier nation of people, but what a dictator really wants is to get his way. Antiochus was no different. He already had a bunch of people living the way that he wanted them to live in his own kingdom, but that was not enough. He needed to find some other people to boss around. 
So Antiochus brought his army into Jerusalem, and they began marching through the streets and telling people what to do. A major issue that Antiochus was pushing was religion. The people of Jerusalem will now worship Zeus and Hera and Poseidon and Aphrodite and all the other gods I prefer, he proclaimed. All those who refuse shall be punished. Okay, said his army. They were ready to begin doling out the harsh punishments that Antiochus had ordered. The people of Jerusalem had no choice but to comply with these orders and leave their religious beliefs behind. Religion is a very personal thing, and many people have different spiritual beliefs and practices that are very important to them. Oftentimes, they're linked to heritage and family and traditions and culture, so it's pretty hard to change them just because some guy you don't know tells you to. The people of Jerusalem did not want to change their beliefs. They practiced a very, very old religion called Judaism, and it was a big part of who they were as a people. But the threat of punishment loomed large, and Antiochus and his army made it impossible for anyone to openly practice Judaism. The very worst part of the whole thing was when Antiochus's army seized the big temple in downtown Jerusalem. The temple was beautiful. It was golden and sparkly and enormous, and it had been built as a place of community and worship for the followers of the Jewish faith. Antiochus and his army came in and redecorated the whole thing. They hung up pictures of the gods that Antiochus liked and covered up all of the precious things that had been adorning the temple. The people of Jerusalem were devastated and angry, especially one particular family named the Maccabees. This oppression has got to stop! said Judah Maccabee, when he heard word of the redecoration of the Golden Temple in Jerusalem. Antiochus is destroying our city and our heritage. Yeah! 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 said his four brothers, Jochanan, Simeon, Eleazar, and Jonathan. They were sort of a brutish, rough-and-tumble family, and they were devoutly religious. Like everyone else in Jerusalem, the Maccabees had grown up practicing Judaism, and they were leaders in their community. They decided to lead a rebellion. A rebellion is basically when a group of people stand up to someone in power and tell them that they don't like what they're doing. In this case, it was the Maccabees standing up to Antiochus and his invading army. Sometimes there's fighting. In this case, there was. The Maccabees and the other angry, oppressed followers of Judaism fought long and hard against Antiochus the dictator and his enormous army, who far and away outnumbered them. In fact, they fought for years. And then finally, they won. They won their city back, and they won their right to practice Judaism without facing the consequences of horrible Antiochus. But Jerusalem was a wreck. Fighting and war tears places up and makes them very messy. It takes a lot of work to repair the damage. The Maccabees and their followers weren't sure where to start at first, but then they decided. The first thing they wanted to clean up and make beautiful again was their gorgeous golden temple in the center of the city. This place is a wreck! said Simeon Maccabee, looking around at the rubble on the ground in the temple. Yeah, and you can't see anything, said Eleazar. The temple didn't have many windows, and the sun was beginning to set. Soon it would be pitch black inside, and they wouldn't be able to get anything done. We need to look for some oil to light a lamp, said Judah, and he and his brothers began wading through wreckage in the temple looking for oil. I found some, Jonathan called out, but it's not a lot. He had found one mostly empty can of oil. That will only light our lamp for about a night, I bet, said Judah. But that's better than nothing. Tomorrow morning we can go out and look for more. For now, let's concentrate on making our temple great again. And they did. They worked that night removing statues of Zeus and Hera and all the other gods that Antiochus had worshipped. There were depictions of them on every wall and surface, and they worked for hours and barely made a dent before they went to bed. When morning came, they got up and worked even more, 
hoping that they'd be able to find more oil, but they didn't. It was okay, though, because the lamp was still burning, even though it should have gone out hours before. I don't think there's any more oil in this temple, said Jokinen. We should just keep working here for a few more hours until the lamp burns out, and then we'll venture out into the city and look for more. That sounds like a plan, said Judah, so they continued working. Only the lamp didn't go out after a few hours. It burned all that day and all that night, too. In fact, the lamp burned for a whole eight days and eight nights. The Maccabees couldn't believe it. It's a miracle, said Eleazar. That lamp should have burned out days ago. It is a miracle, said Simeon. I can't believe this. This light must be a gift from God, said Jonathan. I think so, too, said Jokinen. God must want us to finish working on this temple. And eight days and eight nights was long enough that the Maccabees did finish their work on the temple. When they were finished, it was restored to its original glory. Judah and his brothers held a rededication ceremony for the temple and for the city that they had won back from Antiochus and his army. Centuries later, Judaism is practiced in Jerusalem and in countries all over the world. And every year, Jewish people commemorate the miracle of the oil that managed to burn for eight days and eight nights by celebrating Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights. The end. Tune in next week for a story about the origin of Christmas. If you have an idea for a story you'd like us to tell, just go to storiespodcast.com and let us know. And as always, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash stories and donating or by going to storiespodcast.com and clicking the amazon.com banner. Stories Podcast was created by Daniel Hines and is performed by Amanda Weldon. Thanks for listening.